Hello! So I just got back from a trip to Ottawa, where I'm from. Uh, to be honest, this is the third time I think I'm attempting to do this video. I did a couple quick drafts and I wasn't quite happy with it, so it's not going to be sort of the free flow of thought that that I generally like to do in this Man's Search for Muscle series. I'm calling this one Give Yourself Permission to Fail. So on this trip to Ottawa and back, it's, it's a 12-hour trip each way, so I had a lot of time to think. And while I was there, I had a little bit of time to read, but then I got to really think about these ideas. I read a lot of Aristotle-type stuff. And one of the things that struck me was his talking about the idea that everything in nature has a higher purpose or a ultimate function. And to achieve that, at least as far as humans are concerned, it tends to come via three mechanisms, according to Aristotle. Hard work, study, application of that study, presumably. So, thinking about this, quite a few things started popping into my mind. One was, let's start with study. In one of the earlier episodes, I mentioned about people who are in the fitness industry and how they tend to keep motivated. And I attributed that to the fact that they've, first of all, got a livelihood, so they've got leverage and, and stakes in the game, and they also have, perhaps more importantly, constant creative involvement with it. But I think another thing's at, at play here, and that was probably what Aristotle was alluding to here, which is study. They are constantly refining their knowledge and and improving upon what they know. So so this realization I had led me to the conclusion that we would all be better off to start where we are regardless. I mean not that we have any choice, but not let that hold us back because we can all improve simply by increasing the amount of knowledge of any subject deliberately. And deliberately maybe is a word I'm going to come back to because when it comes to the... Well, the next step is, is application. So taking this knowledge and applying it in some new way. But the way you apply that is via work. And I think I mentioned this before. It was Jung who said that we are what we do, not what we say we'll do. So, using application as work, they, they kind of flow nicely into each other, the study, the application, and then the hard work. And he makes the distinction that it has to be voluntary work, or deliberate work, however you want to put that. Not not things that happen to you, but things you specifically attempt to do. Uh, 
which I think is an, an important distinction as well. I'm going to go... I wanted to talk a little bit about the the aspect of hard work. Maybe I'll start there anyway while it's fresh in my mind because I started this yesterday in the gym. I wanted to take that concept and apply it in a new way. What had occurred to me was that I tried to define in my mind what differentiates work from hard work. And when it comes to the physical world, as much as I like to stay within certain parameters while working out, especially where it comes to rep range, it occurred to me that maybe I should move outside of there. And maybe I should move outside of the the movement areas that I'm used to. So what I decided to do was to start off my training with heavy movements, but not ones with free weights because I didn't want to risk injury. I wanted to do something that was both safe and extremely difficult. So that's where machines tend to be at their best. So this is kind of flipping because often what we're told is that, you know, do heavy compound movements sort of early. And I don't really consider, even though they, they try to kind of mimic compound movements, I don't really consider machine movements to be compound movements I typically because you're not going to get the same stabilization effects and all that kind of stuff that being said you can do a machine bench press for example or today I did leg press so doing those which are safer because you're probably not going to get killed if you fail and as I was saying at the beginning this is about allowing yourself to fail so within reason doing something, trying a weight that you suspect you can only do for one, maybe two reps on a safe machine. This is how I started it out. And then still using the compound movements, except with higher repetitions. So I did barbell squats today after my leg press for 20 reps. And I did the same thing yesterday with, with chest. I started out with sort of a machine press, very heavy, and I actually did a machine fly as well, and then followed that up with inclined dumbbell presses, and in fact, barbell presses as well. Then what I did was I rounded out the workout yesterday. Today, because it was legs, I, I rounded it out with some calf work and as well as some hamstring work as well because I wanted to develop my... Uh, glutes and hamstrings a little bit more and yesterday when doing chest I rounded it out by doing some uh, delts and tricep work and what I did for those I'm kind of babbling on here but what I did for those was I did kind of the the super drop idea I don't know if I've told you what 
how I've defined super drops before. Basically, it's it's very similar to what uh, Charles Poliquin suggests, where you do about six reps of a movement, then you do a drop, dropping it about half the weight, and then double the number of reps. So six rep, uh, uh, yeah, six reps, then right away 12 reps, then right away 24 reps. Um, so it, what it does is it gives you high volume, it allows the high, heavy weight, and um, as well as the the volume. So anyway, that's, that's what I did. Um, to try to incorporate the idea of hard work. Now, I'm going to back... Well, it's not really backtracking. It's, But it, I am going to go on a bit of a diversion here, and I'm not sure where it's going, which was sort of the intent of this show, much more so than, than me kind of... This, this episode, because I've tried to hone my ideas prior to recording it a lot of them were a bit better refined before doing this but this one not so much I was talking to my son on it while driving him into school this morning and he was talking about well he actually it started off when he was he made a stupid joke that annoyed my daughter and she asked him something to the effect of why don't you ever take responsibility and pay attention to what you're doing she's obviously come a lot farther in this than he's managed to yet he is younger and it's still a work in progress and I mentioned that in fact I, I told her that you know he's he's getting much much better and and I'm seeing improvement with him in that. And then he made some comment that was, well, yeah, but this kid, and mentioned another kid that... And suddenly the conversation shifted to whether you spend more time focused on somebody else's inadequacies versus your own and how spending way too much time looking at the flaws of others can make you not only ignore your own but in a sense kind of look stupid because we're all imperfect beings and if we're constantly pointing out the mistakes and flaws of others then we're going to look petty, we're going to look like hip hypocritical, perhaps. And it's not even about how you look, really. It's, I mean, what good does that do, for the most part? It's good to notice things, but if you're only ever noticing other people's shortcomings, I think that's a problem. I think that's a pretty obvious statement. I mean, that's not to suggest that we should focus only on our shortcomings. I think I had an interesting thought today while working out, which was about how fortunate I am because of all the great things in my life. I have 
my kids I mentioned, my girlfriend and her kids, I have a job that I love, and I'd be surprised if the majority of people can claim that. So I said I'm grateful. I'm grateful and I I actually posted I, I tried to post it in a somewhat humorous way on on Facebook when because sometimes these thoughts will come to me and I'll just post it just either so that they they become materialized. I prefer writing them down by hand, but it's not always convenient so sometimes an idea will come to me I'll just type it down and uh, and then I love when they come back as a memory but trying to to put it in a somewhat humorous way I said that if this means anything it must mean that I'm pretty awesome too which is a little bit you know jokingly narcissistic but in a sense why not why don't we why can't we be both grateful for what we have and pat ourselves on the back once in a while and say you know what you did something great to get here let's keep being great so allowing ourselves to fail it was suggested that uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how it was put it it was something along the lines of keeping one foot firm in the known and the other foot firm in the unknown it's just kind of a beautiful idea and again I can't remember who it was I, I want to say it was Jung but I can't remember but the the point was anyway that whenever we venture into uncharted territory we're not going to be master of that territory initially and if we don't go into uncharted territory then we're not getting any better so allowing ourselves to be bad in a new arena or a new area or a new aspect of a known area for one thing it tells us it it's it allows us to have the humility to know that your first attempt at something is very likely not going to work or at least not be as effective as it could be and so it allows you the to have the humility to play with that and to not beat yourself up when things almost certainly don't materialize in an ideal way. So I like that idea that we're trying to simultaneously, I guess as my, as my film instructors said way back in the day know the rules then break the rules is how they put it and 
you and this is a good rule in terms of art is if you don't learn the structure of anything then you're just completely unorganized and random and unfocused but if you learn the structure of what works and then venture outside of that that's where art happens and that's where beauty happens that's where the unexpected happens and that's where I think we develop optimally okay I think that's enough for today